Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John and Dorinda Wilson, and we want to welcome you to another episode of the Busy Mom Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We've been doing a little bit of research and checking out the numbers, and we'd like to say hi. We've got a bunch of uh, listeners now in Australia. That's exciting. Which is really fun. And in the UK, even over Mm -hmm. in Africa. And so we want to say hi to everybody. And it's just such a blessing to be able to communicate this Mm -hmm. way. And hopefully you are encouraged by what you're hearing. Dorenda is part of the writing team over at The Busy Mom. We have about uh, 12 women that write on a consistent basis over there. And we're talking about everything from marriage to mothering to relationships, things that matter to uh, to busy moms, even things right. like recipes, which, yeah. as you know, which they matter. They matter, right? <laughs> recipes are important, and so we're talking about that stuff over at the Busy Mom. If you haven't subscribed to the blog, I hope you'll take the time and do that. We podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Those podcasts are released at about six a.m. Eastern time, and uh, you can catch them. Uh, you can go back and actually catch the entire series of podcasts uh, at thebusymom.com forward slash podcast, or you can subscribe at iTunes, which we hope that you will do. Uh, Today, we are privileged to have uh, our friend Connie Albers back with us again today. Connie has been a friend of mine for several years. I met her uh, when we were speaking in an event together uh, a long time ago, and I've been privileged to stay in her house. And I would would say I've actually stayed at her house one time with all of my kids, and we should have worn out our welcome. (laughs) (laughs) But but they were gracious uh, and uh, let us stay with all of our kids, their beautiful home in in Winter Garden, Florida. So, uh, Connie, thanks for joining us here again today. Hey, it's my privilege to be with you, ladies. We are going to pick up this conversation uh, that we were having the other day about uh, relationships. We started talking about how do you find time to grow your relationship with the Lord. And I want to just kind of to start us off by saying we're really trying to to uh, cultivate uh, um, attitudes in mothers that says that it's important for us to live our lives with intention. We talked mm-hmm. about this several weeks ago, Dorinda, about what it means to live our lives with holy intention. And I right. did you say you looked that up? I did. You are cracking me up. <laughs> I tell, did. tell the listeners what you told me last week, because I thought it was funny. Well, you, you and very insightful. Did well, I say that? Very insightful. You've heard, I've heard this. You know this. Um, these words thrown around. And I thought, you know, I really haven't looked deeply into what this really, really means. You right. know? So I Googled it. It's <laughs> all, that's what we should do. <laughs> that's right. It's all right. good Americans do. Um, <laughs> and I really didn't find anything interesting. So I decided to just, just look up the word holy and the word intention. Hey. And I thought, well, there's a great simple dictionary.com. I wanted it simplified. Yes. And it was holy was set apart. Mm-hmm. And that really resonated with me. And mm-hmm. then intentional was just, you know, a plan you're intending and mm-hmm. aiming to. It's mm-hmm. it's something you're you're planning to do. Mm-hmm. This is something I'm so I'm picturing myself waking up every morning thinking to myself. Lord, I'm set 
I'm setting this day apart. I'm mm-hmm. setting myself apart for you. For mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you use me, and you're doing you know? that on purpose. It's intentional. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it was it was really it was really an eye opener. It, mm-hmm. it just made me realize how how privileged, first of all, that we are to yes. be called children of God, and then to be that set apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one person. of the things that I love about uh, Connie, and we're going to be talking about this a little bit today is that she has really learned how to do that is how and and I'm, and, and I'm sure she'll tell you this that she's not done it perfectly none of us do it perfectly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but to learn to live our lives in such a way that we don't look back with regret right that we that we look back and go you know what we spent the time that God gave us wisely we move forward in our lives with um the intention of being set apart and I mm-hmm. think uh when moms get that picture you know we Dorinda, you and I have talked about this a lot you know uh, Ken Ham wrote a book called um, already gone right. several years ago and I read it I'm sure Connie maybe you uh, read it read it as well mm-hmm. um, but his whole point was that we were losing an entire generation of kids mm-hmm. and that they're coming into the churches and they're leaving the churches uh, faster than they're coming in and my contention and I I don't disagree with him I actually agree with him but I think there's more to it than that I don't think you just lose a generation of kids I think mm-hmm. you lose a generation of parents and right. then right. you lose a generation of kids and mm-hmm. so uh, our goal here at the busy mom podcast and even over at the blog over at the busy mom is to help moms live their lives in such a way that they are intentional in their parenting, intentional right. in their marriages, intentional right. in their walk with the Lord. And today we really want to focus on what it means to live uh, intentionally, to walk out intentional living with regard to relationship. And that's something I've asked uh, Connie to speak uh, to us about today. And just uh, talking about what are the elements that are necessary to live out our lives, uh, to walk out our relationships uh, in holy intention, meaning is set apart in our relationships, and we are um, on purpose about mm-hmm. them. And what, Connie, when you think about living your life that way and developing relationships with those around you um, in, in, in an intentional way, what comes to mind first? You know, three things come to mind, Heidi, and that is that we have to be open. To, there's an openness that we're able to give and receive uh, in the relationship, mm-hmm. and to be open requires vulnerability. And and you and you and I were talking previously about you know we're in a society that vulnerability is not considered um, an asset. In many mm-hmm. ways, it's considered a liability. Mm-hmm. It's dangerous mm-hmm. to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the third part would be trust. I mean, all three of those are necessary to having and developing close relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the absence of any one of those, we cripple ourselves, and we also put a hamper on the joy that we could be experiencing mm-hmm. from having a, a closer relationship with our marriage, within mm-hmm. our with our spouse, or with our children, with our friends. You know, women. God designed us to be relational. I mean, mm-hmm. that's who we are in our soul. We re- we want to have a relationship with Jesus. We want to have a relationship with our family. Um, and he has wired us that way, kind of like a computer. It's, we're hardwired that way. Right. Um, it, when the coding gets broken, when hurt happens, when somebody has shut us off, that mm-hmm. we start to recoil. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's what we do with that mm-hmm. uh, in many ways that makes us either grow or um, pull away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really true. I think that, and I'd be interested to hear what you women have to say about this. All three of you have a blog, and I've been blogging for you know, close to 15 years. And there's a caveat, I think, 
to openness and vulnerability and trust. And that is you can't be open and vulnerable and trust everyone. And I think one of the things that uh, we learn the hard way, because we live on we live our lives online now. Mm -hmm. um, And I have seen uh, moms, and I'm sure you guys have seen this too, get online and say things that uh, they're not going to be able to take back. You know, once it's out there, you know, it's out there. And part of what I've been teaching my own daughters as they're growing up in this age of social media is that you got to be careful who you trust. Mm. And then when you do find someone that you uh, can be vulnerable with, you can be open with, and you can trust that you guard that relationship, that right. you that's the relationship that you pour yourself into. Um, and I'm wondering, uh, Connie, if you're seeing the same thing, uh, and Dorinda too, I'm wondering what you guys think about that. Are you seeing the same thing that I'm seeing with uh, this sort of online social media, um, it's not real. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think, I'm not saying it's not real. I mean, clearly we have relationships with people online. Um, you know, I could wake up every morning and wish happy birthday to 6,000 of my closest friends if I was on the busy mom, you know? <laughs> uh, but I just, I wonder what what the two of you are seeing with regard to how we are um, growing or not growing our relationships in light of social media. Mm-hmm. I think I agree. I agree with Heidi. I think we have to use discretion and discernment. And that's where our relationship with the Lord comes first. Mm -hmm. We were talking about that in the last podcast about Mm -hmm. um, being intentional in our relationship with God and learning to hear from Him. Mm -hmm. And I think we let that guide us in our relationships. Yeah. And then once you find that person, and obviously, you know, your spouse would be at the top of that list. Right. Um, that openness and vulnerability, you know, to have a depth of relationship with anybody, I think what Connie said is absolutely right. Mm-hmm. You've got to be willing to go deep. Right. You know, right. and sometimes that going deep is is painful. And I think uh, it's hard for, you know, I mean, I, I've been, you know, like like you guys, I've been hurt many times in my life. And the more you, the more you're hurt, the more cynical I think we tend to become. And we don't want to be vulnerable anymore. We want to build up a wall around us, which is why that discernment is so important because I don't, um, I think it's easy for us to lose perspective. And when we lose perspective, then we can't walk in, in uh, really in deep growing relationship with anybody. Right. Because we spend all of our time in self-protection mode. And I right. see a lot of that at church today. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I see a lot of women who are afraid to, you know, step out of their comfort zone because they've been hurt so much. And I know um, speaking to an audience this big, there are a lot of women out there right now who are going, how, how I've, are, I've been hurt so badly. Right. Um, Connie, maybe you can, you can speak to this. Um, you know, I've been hurt so badly. How can I get to a place in my own life again, where my heart allows me to be open and be vulnerable with somebody? Well, first, I think it's important to realize that Jesus calls us to live a life of openness. He did. I mean, mm-hmm. we, you know, during that love that you defined intentionality, I, I kind of did the same thing with openness. You know, to to be open means to not shut out, to not shut mm-hmm. and put a wall up, to be accessible. Um, that's by definition what it was, and that's the way Christ was. But he was also very wise in that what, Heidi, you mentioned, we can't just share every part of who we are with everyone, and sharing with in real life, in face-to-face, you're able to notice somebody's body language, and and Mm -hmm. you can discern so much that maybe invites you to be open and gives you that sense of trust that you can share with them. Online, you know, we can type things and not realize 
um, there are other people who are not having that same type of open one-on-one desire that we might have. But specifically, we can open up to others. We can recover from terrible, terrible hurt Mm -hmm. when we know that it is but that the grace of God that works in and through us Mm -hmm. to keep the walls down, to give us discernment, Mm -hmm. to keep us accessible. Um, When we are not open, when we do not allow ourselves to be vulnerable, the person that it hurts is you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nope, that's absolutely right. Well, I love what you said about being hardwired and we're hardwired for relationships. So when we're not doing what you just mentioned, when we're when we're putting up walls and we're not letting ourselves be vulnerable, we're missing out on a on an important piece mm-hmm. of our journey. Mm-hmm. Well, the truth is, you know, when you're vulnerable and open, you are allowing yourself, you're opening yourself up for pain. And as any woman, the longer you live, the more you will have experienced some kind mm-hmm. of hurt or mm-hmm. disappointment, mm-hmm. Um, not being able to trust someone because the minute you say something, we, we know that happens. Uh, but when you are purposely saying, God, I'm putting my trust in you. Give mm-hmm. me discernment. Mm-hmm. Let me know who I can share what with. Because some friends, those are, you know, some of our friends, they're the ones we can really confide our, our deepest uh, emotions and our feelings with. And we know they're not going to judge us. They're going to love us. They're really going to pray for us. There's others that are going to be more inclined to celebrate with us. Mm -hmm. So I believe that God gives women varying friendships for varying purposes. Mm. Some are for a lifetime. Those are very few. Some are for a season. You know, you have your baby and you're in the church nursery together, or you're in mock group, Mm -hmm. or you're doing those things with your field trips. And those are sweet, precious relationships. And they may be a part of your life for you know, a year. Some may only be for a short season, the toddler years. Um, but God will give you discernment and knowing. And if you ask and if you listen and if you observe, I have found, listen to what women say about other women. And that gives you a huge insight into what they will say about you. Boy, that's the truth. Yeah, that is true. That is really Good true. Good point. Yeah, and I think uh, the key to this is just walking that out in right relationship with the Lord, is asking mm-hmm. the Lord, Father, give me discernment mm-hmm. so that as I begin to develop relationships and cultivate relationships, particularly with other women, that those relationships would bring glory to the Lord. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, um, when our relationships go south, when you know, a pastor falls or some, you know, you hear about adultery in the church, really the black eye is to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it says to a world that's watching, um, you're not, God isn't really who he says he is because you say you've got something different in your life and I'm not seeing it playing out that way. And I think that's part of the reason why Satan attacks our relationships in the way that he does. And sometimes we invite him in Mm -hmm. uh, by the way that we conduct ourselves. But I think it's important to remind the moms who are listening today that you were designed, like Connie said, we are designed hardwired for relationship, first with our creator, the one who made us, and then with each other. So that Vertical relationship always comes first, and then the horizontal relationships. And those relationships take time. They take mm-hmm. time. They involves risk. That was the one note, uh, Connie, when you were speaking a minute ago, I wrote that down. 
uh, as I was listening to you talking, that real relationships are risky. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we and and Jesus took a risk. I mean, Jesus knew that Judas was going to betray him, right? And yet he opened his heart to Judas anyway. Yeah. And he loved Judas anyway. How much more? We don't know when we're a lot, a lot of times if we're going to get hurt or if we're not right. going to get hurt, but we know that God wants us to walk in right relationships. So um, we're going to wrap it up today uh, with just that thought of, of uh, encouraging you to go before the Lord, ask Him for discernment in your relationships, and then step back and really um, take stock of the relationships He has in your life right now. Are you nurturing them? Are you um, pouring into them? Are you being vulnerable? Are you demonstrating trust toward that other person? And if you are, I can almost guarantee you that relationship is going to grow and blossom. I want to thank you, Connie, for being here today. If you guys have uh, not had a chance to take uh, check out Connie's website, you can find her at ConnieAlbers.com. I'm going to go ahead and link to her at today's podcast, along with some resources for you with regard to relationship and some verses from the Word of God that can help you navigate the sometimes tricky places of friendship. Thanks for joining us today, you guys. We'll see you back here next time at the Busy Mom Podcast. Thank you. Bye, ladies. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.